going to change if nobody has integrity? If we can't have integrity, how can we expect the leaders to have integrity? And that's not to say that we should blame ourselves, because the leadership of the country has brought us to this point. But they've done it with our complicity. They really have done it with our full consent. And that's the problem. So the change starts with everybody in this room. It's not enough to say, and I actually agree, you know, that was the criticism by Tristan Tate. He said, you want to talk about Jews, 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 but you hang out in the basement, you don't do anything. And there, there is some truth in that. I don't think that accurately describes this movement. But the truth is this. If you're not willing to live by your code when nobody else is looking, then you can forget about it. And you can forget about making the leadership live by that or anybody else for that matter. It starts with you. It starts with everyone in this room. I want to talk about Gay24 and Trump, and I'll say it now. I'll use this platform to say fully, because I know people know that I was leaning in this direction, but I want to give out my full endorsement to Donald Trump. Forged out of the past and into the present, into the dream of the future. Good morning, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Today is Monday, July 17th, 2023. I'm Luigi, and this is... Bodacious Tatas. And we're going to talk about the news today, and the, what we're going to talk about is RFK Jr. says COVID may have been ethnically targeted to spare Jews, but also there's like a weird schizo rabbit hole that... Bo may have found with this. So you want to go into that? Yeah, we can go into that. That's a that was a fun thing to stumble onto. That'll be the finale. What we're gonna do is is random. We're just gonna just I'm gonna go through all of Salt's threads and you tell me what's interesting about them and maybe we'll go into it if it's interesting. How about that? How about we're just gonna do random stuff like that today? Why not? Finale can be my schizo. That works. Okay. <laughs> we got Big Mac proves Americans are slaves now. Oh, is that the uh, the how many Big Mac Big Macs per hour we earn? Yes, is that... minimum wage, minimum wage Big Macs per hour. Yeah, we're slaves. That's that. I mean, I don't need to read the thread to know that they've enslaved us. That's incredible, really. When you put it when you put it in this view of things, minimum wage in 1980 was 310, and 2022 it's 725. Big Mac costed 50 cents in 1980, and 2022 Big Mac cost $8. So Big Macs per hour in 1980 was 6.20. Big Macs per hour in 2022 is 0.91. So you can't even get you can't even get one Big Mac an hour. You could get six Big Macs an hour. Like your money was worth more and it went farther. That's what people don't understand. It these days, you can't buy a new car for less than a year's wages. Back then, you could buy a year's car on uh, six months' wages. You could buy a brand new car. You could save up for and buy a brand new car in a year, working just an average job back then. You know, brand new car cost you three, four grand back in 1980, and yeah. you could make that. Now it's Brand new car costs you what, 20, 30 grand, somewhere in there. And that's for the base model cheapest thing you can get, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, you know, I remember there was days when I was a kid where McDonald's would have these days you could go in and get hamburgers for like 10 cents a hamburger. Five cents, five cents for regular hamburger, 10 cents for cheeseburger. Something like that. It was crazy, but like 25 cents, if that. I remember getting Whoppers two for a dollar. Yeah, I remember good. I remember getting Whoppers two for a dollar. That was, there There was some big sale for a summer and Whoppers were two for a dollar. It was the first time I ever got a Whopper. And I was, that's, it was, that's the king. That's the king. That's Burger King. That's the king. I know, but I mean, that was still the Whopper, man. <laughs> yeah, Bur Burger King on the East Coast is good. Burger King on the West Coast is garbage. Garbage. Yeah, I know. On the West Coast, but on the West Coast, you got In and Out, man, and there's nothing, nothing compared. Yeah, and Carl, Carl's, Carl's Jr. is better on the West. Or, yeah, Carl's I mean, Jr. Is West, just, East, whatever. It used to be worth, you know, it used to be cheap, you know, going fast. But that was 
that I was talking to my kids about just the other day because we went to the fair here, just a local county fair. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, you could go to the local county fair and you could get a wristband to ride the rides all night. Um, it would cost you about two hours worth of work at minimum wage. So wristband was somewhere around 10, 12 bucks, depending on which county fair I went. And now we just took the kids to the local county fair, small town fair, and it was $25 for a wristband. At minimum wage, that's almost four hours of work, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like, when I was a kid, that was, I mean, and they had days where you could get half price wristband. You know, you bring in a can of food or what have you. There's nothing like that anymore. It's, you have to work five hours to entertain yourself for one evening now. When I, yeah, I, I mean, feel like everything's crumbling apart, man. And not only that, you get worse service now. No one knows what they're doing. So not only is it more expensive and you get less, the it it's worse quality pocket money they're not working for a decent wage you know i'm thinking about it going okay yeah when i was a young waitress i was making 50 dollars in tips in a day and that was great well okay so a young waitress today is making 150 dollars in tips but it doesn't go anywhere near as far as my 50 dollars did you know and it's there's a reason there is no work ethic. It's because work doesn't actually get you anything. There's no reason to work hard. What What is work getting you? What is work buying you? Nothing. You can't actually exactly. get ahead by working. Um, I was it's reading an article hard. that it's said it takes, it takes five generations to move from the poorest class to middle class now. Five yeah, generations. If you, there is no middle class. What middle class were you talking about? I was going to say, and yeah, what? No class. There, there's no upward mobility in society no, anymore. You there can't, is none. You can't just work your way up. No. You know? the, the American dream, you have to be asleep to believe it, right? George Carlin. Yep. Yep. Expanding from that, I have this other thread from Salt. It says, fuck America. <laughs> Anon gets job at Taco Bell. Be me. This is all green text. 18-year-old white guy from Oklahoma taking a gap year before heading to university. Okay, for, before we're going any further, a gap year before university? So you're go, I assume you're going from high school to university. Now, unless you're, unless you're incredibly wealthy, unless you are incredibly wealthy, why not go to a two-year college, get it paid for by the government for free, and then transfer to a four-year Having those two years been done, completed for you. I don't, why don't more people do that? I don't get that. Can you explain that to me? Uh, a lot of mis- Midwestern states don't actually pay for two-year college. Oh, they don't? It's Midwestern not- states don't pay? No. No, I would. Well, uh, fucking travel to pay. California. Tra- travel to California, <laughs> have them pay for you, man. I'm t- Go live in a car. Um, go I travel to California, live in a car. Dude, I actually have a niece who is doing exactly that. She's yes. living in California for two years so that she yes. can go to junior college for basically free. Um, yes, because that's what you do. Just because a lot of Midwestern states, they don't have that. They, they just don't I really have don't, that system. I really don't understand why more people don't. I mean, even if you weren't well off, I would find, if you want an education, why would you go so far into debt when you could like when you could uh, be maybe a little bit more risky, but like just maybe tr- travel there and live in a car or something for a little bit? I mean, I mean hell, I, the amount of money you get from the government, you could probably buy a used car and just sleep in that or something. I don't know, man. You get you get a grant for free from the government. They pay for everything as long as you pass, as long as you complete it. Mind you, don't drop out because they do owe the government money. But as long as you complete it, they pay for everything and you get money. And they give you book money that you can just buy used books and then you get even more free money. It's, it's I mean, like it's, it's, gotten even, it's gotten even better than it was when I was in school. No, I mean, it's probably worse because the way they do books now is way more janky because they know people, people were doing my, this is what they would do. They would release, they would have a book that was for the class and they would make everyone, the teachers, it was a very, it's everything about college is a scam. Okay. 
I have family <laughs> who are actually professors who would put out those books that they'd force them. Yes, that's what that's part of the scam. The university they, doesn't pay them very well. They get paid like shit unless they're tenured. And the majority they, of professors are not tenured. So they yeah, gotta make so, meet somehow and it's so, bullshit. Yeah, so they my, do that. They change three sentences and make you buy a new book every year. Yeah, they'll put themselves or they'll get in a group with other people and get in on like writing a book and then they'll sell that book and then they'll get you know dividends from that book so well yeah and if they put out a new one every year because they change something in it why then you have to buy the new book every year and they get more yeah. money every year because when you sell an old book they don't make anything off that but they yeah make well the money way when you buy a new book because what this is this is why they make no money when that happens because if you keep putting out the same book every year what students will do is they'll just buy the used version of that book and then come to class with the used one because they don't and, and, and there'll be like a flooded market because all the students will be selling their books trying to get rid of them because they want money and cash so what you do is you make new editions of books like this is the fifth edition this is the sixth edition this is the seventh edition and if you want to be in my class you need the eighth edition to be in my class but I mean, I, every time someone did that, I would buy the previous, ver I would just buy a used version of the previous version of the book. And then I would bring that to class and I'd be like, professor, I got this book, but it's the it's the 11th edition and you wanted the 12th edition, is this okay? Every time they would tell me, yep, it's okay. <laughs> so I would save so yep. much money doing that. Oh, same, same. But I, like I said, I have now. a relative who's actually was, he was a college professor for a while, but he never got tenure because, you know, he wasn't a left-wing loon. Um, but he said they actually required him to put out so many books per year. You know, he was required to basically, if he didn't put out a new book every year, he had to just update the old book. Basically, right. the easiest way to meet his contractual obligation of writing a book every year was to update last year's book. And yeah, they don't even really change really cool it. He was really cool about it. He, he told his students, if you have an even-numbered book, it'll work just fine this year, or an odd number. Basically, even numbers were exactly the same. Odd numbers were exactly the same. As far as uh, all the test quest, all the questions when review all the questions in the book right right it was interesting like i said it's interesting having both sides of that and knowing both sides of it and knowing that it is the schools that require the professors to do that it's part of the racket um so the school can say they have professors who who wrote x number of books this year and xyz and it it's it's all about padding their I don't know, portfolio, making that university look better. It's all stupid. It's such a exactly. racket. It's such a racket. Uh, higher education is nothing but a racket. Basically, from middle, somewhere around middle school, education is not worth it um, for the average person. Now, there's probably a quarter of the population who definitely need that high school education. They can do something with that. But most people don't even need that. Most people aren't really capable of doing algebra. So spending four years trying to get them to learn pre-algebra is kind of a waste of time, at least in my brain. Learning I had a really tough skill. time with school. I had a really tough time with school because whenever I went to school, I just wouldn't do my homework. I never would do my homework. I mean, I no homework, like at all, ever. I just yeah. didn't like doing it. I, I would always just do tests and stuff. And I would always do really, my, <laughs> it was funny because I had the, my science teacher in this one year, 70% of his grade was tests. So I like barely did any, I did like maybe homework once a month, maybe I did homework. And then the rest I just did tests, but I just so good on the tests, I passed that class with barely. Plus I think he liked me, so he probably just passed me, but I don't know, man. I just never did any homework. I hated homework so much. I hated homework and I kind of refused to do any homework at home. I would do homework on the bus. I would do homework at study hall. I would do homework at lunch. I, I didn't even want to do it at school. I just, I just didn't want to do it at all. I was just busy. I hated it. I hated it. I hated, I, I kind of liked math a little bit because it was kind of like puzzly. 
But even then, I felt like I was doing work for the teacher and not for the puzzle. I don't know. I had a bad connotation with it. I didn't like it at all. I hated everything about it. I just wanted to oh, not so do bored. it. Dude, I was so bored throughout most of school that it was just... It was just a waste of my time. That's why I refused to waste any more of my time outside of school on schoolwork. When I was in college, I would do my homework uh, like during my lunch break in between classes or whatever. Like while I was waiting for another class, I didn't, I didn't have anywhere to go. So I would just go in the library or whatever and just do homework while I was waiting. But it wasn't really the same as doing it during my recess or something. See, I didn't go to college until after I'd been an adult for a few years and I was paying for it. And I was, I did every bit of that homework because, uh, well, every bit that I could. I know that last year I bit off more than I could chew and I ended up uh, slacking in Calc 3. But otherwise I did all my homework. That's another, another really good reason to do the two-year then go to the university, in my opinion, is that if you go to the two-year, and the two year is almost too hard for you, there is no way you're gonna do a four year college because the workload is like twice, if not three times as much, man. So if you can't handle the workload at a two year community college, there's no way in seven hells you're gonna get through a university. It's just, it'll be too oh, yeah. much work for you. Oh yeah, well I did three years at a university and I, I would have been fine except I got pregnant. And I get really sick when I'm pregnant, so I just couldn't handle being pregnant and going to school. It just yeah. doesn't, it it's, doesn't, yeah. It just, it's a massive workload that you can't, you can't take a break for four years. You can't take a break at all. No, you can't. And uh, I ended up getting married, you know, I ended up getting married. I dropped out of, you know, when I got married, that made it so that I was no longer eligible for the scholarship that was paying for my school, you know, that was paying for most of it. It, it is what it is. Time. I, I made my choices. <laughs> I made I, my choices, and I'm happy. Lou with makes the choices great choices. Lou is always right. Lou makes great choices, and Lou is always right. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, I like to say I learn from my mistakes. <laughs> I'm really good at that. <laughs> Lou doesn't make mistakes. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I learned the hard way, and I know it. <laughs> um, I'm being a little facetious. We all make. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody fucks up. I know you are. Uh, but I mean, seriously, that is, that's like what I'm known for. I, I learned by mistake and I'm really good at it, man. The trick is learning from your mistake and moving on and being able to apply that to not repeat it in the future, not stewing on it and repeating the same mistake over and over and over again, expecting different results. Exactly. Exactly. So you've got to change things. Uh, yeah, I did. I just changed what I expected out of life a little bit. But education, I don't know. Having done it, I can tell you that 90% of what higher education offers can just be learned if you read the right if you read the right books. Goodwill hunting is correct. If you are the person who should be learning that stuff, all you need is access to the book and you will learn. I think a lot of people want the direction of like, oh, I need someone to tell me how to learn this and how to do this. But look, dude, if you need someone to tell you how to learn something, how to do something, how do you expect to have the motivation, drive, or goal setting ability to even get something to get something to make you successful in your life done that you're like, why are you learning all this at all? You need to be able to take this knowledge and use it to build something. That's just it. Our entire educational system teaches them that though is a learned helplessness you're you're taught that someone is going to feed you the educate feed you the information that you need to know not how to find and learn information just how to take in what you're being told and memorize i feel it. like it's i feel like it's a little different now i feel like it's yes i feel like when i was a kid it was more like everyone's special in their own unique way you mean you might not be good at you might not be the best in this way, but you're special in your own unique way that will make you great in some other great way. Okay. That was like when I was growing up, kind of like what they instilled in us as children. Yeah. Okay. Now I feel like yeah. it's, you're special no matter what, even if you fail, Any even if you, even if you it. suck, you you are the best. Yes, anybody can be oh, a doctor, yeah. anybody can be a brain surgeon. You're gonna be the brain surgeon and you're gonna do the, even if you suck at it, you're gonna be a brain surgeon. Like it's, yep. it's delusion. All you have to do is want. Yeah, exactly. It is. 
It really is. I mean, when I was a kid, it's like everyone wanted to be a. Be... Yeah, everybody wanted to be an astronaut, but now it's like it's it's not like I want to be an astronaut. I will be an astronaut. Yeah, and it's. I deserve it's so to be an astronaut. Yeah, I deserve to be rich and famous. Yeah. That, that's what a lot of people are right now. Oh, man, worst black pill ever is talking to a whole bunch of kids that are going to public school. Oh, ugh, should not have done that to myself. Took the kids out. <laughs> I went to my public kids are school. Yeah, my I kids are homeschooled, school. so they're they're wholesome. <laughs> they're good. They, they yeah. have things they want to be when they grow up that are reasonable and normal thing i can't even imagine what public school is like now with cell phones and free and access to porn I talk to free access to porn influencer tiktoker yes YouTuber, gamer I, how do they how I'm do they expect be... to be a, how do you expect to be an influencer when you have nothing to contribute you have no life experience you have nothing. It's like Ninja. Ninja became popular because he was a really good, he's kind of good at that one game and he was a really cocky asshole and then he got huge and famous over it. Now he's, now people are looking at him like, ooh, this guy's kind of grimy. It's like, yeah, he always was. Yeah, that made me think of someone who was just like a one trick pony, but that's just it. It's the one hit wonder. They went viral. They just randomly went viral. And they got popular with no work, no effort, and they think they're the greatest. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid because I miss the MySpace days. At least the MySpace millionaires do work for that shit. You know what I mean? The MySpace millionaires actually did shit and sold shit. And they yeah, were... I, crypto millionaires are weird because crypto millionaires like have all this money and they don't know what to do with it all. It's it's like it's like the opposite of it's the opposite of when someone irresponsible gets the money. It's like someone that's I mean I mean it's not that they're responsible. It's like they have all this wealth and resource and they just don't really know what to do with it all. So they have like millions of dollars and they're just they have everything they need. So they a lot of them yeah. blow it all on gambling or uh, it's, it's a weird world. The lottery or gets it's so good. It, it is a weird world. We, we live in, I don't even know what this is. Clown world. Clown world. We live in clown world. So he was taking a gap before going to the university, this guy. So he was an 18-year-old white guy, Oklahoma, taking a gap here before heading to university. Three weeks ago, decides to get a job for a few months to make some money. Start working at Taco Bell. I mean, okay, if it's a chill job, but I don't know if Taco Bell is going to be a chill job. Maybe. Maybe Taco Bell will be a chill job. Well, fast that, food jobs. I'm, fast food okay. jobs are not chill jobs. They fast are not food. chill jobs. I've done Dairy Queens. <laughs> I've done Dominoes. I've done Dominoes, man, and they're stressful, low-paying jobs. If you want a lot of anxiety while you're working at a job, do a fast food job. Or maybe if you yep. just don't give a shit. Maybe if you're really good at not giving a shit, <laughs> fast food job. One manager is 40-year-old, 300-pound, 5'8 gay guy who talks nonstop about sucking dick and openly watches gay porn on his phone. Well, get him fired. You could sue the company for that. You could, you could literally just quit and be like, I was, he was playing gay porn around me. Just record him playing gay porn around you. Quit. Easy peasy. Yeah. Unemployment. Easy uh, peasy. Boom. Is lazy as shit and barely does any work talks like a complete nigger, is extremely lazy, literally says she all the time, thought it was a poor me. One 50-year-old blue-eyed wasp woman who is literally talking in ebonics the entire time. Oi, let's get this done. That's what I'm saying, she. I'm literally thinking to myself, what the fuck? I swear to fucking God, I'm not LARPing. Oh my God, this guy's getting, this guy's, this this is a person with decent modicum of IQ working with the low rungs of our society. Isn't it great to the bottom of the barrel? To the bottom of the barrel, great, Bob. Oh yes, he he's getting red pilled. Yeah. He gets to see what reality is like because yeah. that's there are reality. people that stupid. There are people that dumb. There really are. A lot of them, and they live mm -hmm. lives. There mm -hmm. are people even dumber than that. And they live lives. They work jobs. Um, somehow or other, they pay their bills, or at least some of them. Can barely speak, can barely and, write, can barely read. 
it amazes me. And they often reproduce too. <laughs> I mean, how are you it's even, are you even really, are you even human at that point if you can't read and write? Are you human? Are you I human? No, man, that's kind of what separates us from the animals. I actually know a couple of people who are illiterate. And I know, it's rough, man. Human. I, um, <laughs> I get that, but are they less human? Are they less? I will say that they are less able to share in the human experience not being I feel able like, to read and write. I, I feel like I'm less human. I feel like if you know multiple languages and you have a really good at memorization and blah, 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 blah. If I had been raised a little differently, if I had tried a little harder, even now, if I tried a little harder, but it's like you could, you can be operating on another level of awareness and consciousness than other people. People don't realize that. Well, yeah, um, most people don't even think about that. Most people aren't even aware uh, that intelligence differences can be that vast. That I mean. Dude, people find it hard to tell stories where two people are talking to each other, telling a story about two people talking to each other, telling a story. Yeah. I mean, I, I can do that. No, I mean, I just find it fascinating that people can't be like, how would you feel if you didn't have breakfast this morning? That's you know? such I mean, a good example, yeah. I just, in some ways, it's hard for me to fathom being that dumb. It's funny because they it start really to get angry is. at you. They start to get angry at you. Like, they don't even want to do the mental gymnastics of it. They just don't even... I feel like they're in such a stupor. They just don't even want to think. Like, thinking hurts their brain. Like, uh, Dealing bit. with the unwashed masses for the first time. Yes, unwashed masses. He says, One 17-year-old kid who literally looks like a mutt. And when we talked about race, said she was 61% Mexican. Another 17-year-old whitish girl... I went to school with one year beneath me, graduated two months ago. She's a senior. I'll keep my mouth shut, try to ignore them. Then, yesterday, nigga manager is sitting on his fat ass in office. Spick Mutt is cringily flirting with a white girl. The orders end up getting backed up. Nigga manager comes out and mistakenly gets mad at me for the backed up orders and starts yelling. I finally lose it. Quit on the spot and call him a homo, fat ass, queer faggot, etc. Okay, okay. Well, first off, you become the loser when you when you quit like that, like I did. You, when you quit, you're the loser. Okay, when you quit, you're the loser. The but you you could have quit after recording him with porn around you, and then you would have been the winner. But now that you've called him a bunch of racist names and stuff, I don't know. You've you've kind of <laughs> you've kind of burnt your bridges there a bit. He dug himself a hole there. End it on a can't use like, that as work experience. Yeah, even when I qu like even when I quit, when I left the room, I'm like, well, thank you for the opportunity and the experience. Bye. I wasn't like a, I was kind of like it's about money and I'm kind of a dick move, but you know we do what we gotta do. Thanks. Bye. Yep. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't like you're a homo fat ass queer faggot nigger. I'm out of here. Bye. Okay, I didn't do that. <laughs> so you should, probably I've shouldn't. Never either. done that. I haven't either. The worst I. The, the worst I did was I did quit once when they kept calling me to come in and I told them that I would come in at a certain time and they kept calling me and I said, look, call me one more time today before I come in. I'm not coming in at all. <laughs> and well, if you don't come in right now, you're fired. Alrighty then. So am I fired or did I quit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then he says... Wake up today, 17-year-old white girl ended up recording some of the argument on her phone. I was going full Spurg mode, calling him homosexual faggot. Okay, dude, it sounds to me like he came out, got mad at you for doing the line, and you lost your cool, dude. You you put too much value in that stupid McDonald's job, and you got mad. Like, who? first off, who cares if your manager comes out and starts yelling at you? You're fucking up, okay? He's not paying you enough to give a fuck about fucking up, and you, you're not getting paid enough to even do it the right way in the first place. So, first off, stop caring. Stop caring what your manager says. Stop caring what what gym boy faggot ass comes out here and starts yelling you at. Just put your fingers in your ear and la 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 la. Who cares? Who cares? So he got mad. So he obviously, this this sounds like since he's just come out of high school, this is the first, one of the first jobs he's ever had. 
Of course he's gonna get anxiety and have all these emotions and say so it's natural. Okay, and the first time going handle into anything. Handle the stress of it. He can't yeah. handle the stress of work and he spaz. Yeah, he did. It's his first job. I mean, it sounds like it's his first job. And he spazzed like out when his, his boss went job. off on him. He doesn't get along with anybody he works with. He was having a hard time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry, it's Taco Bell. You Again, you're not yeah. paid enough to care. It's yeah, man. That's bell. a rough job, man. That's a rough job with rough people that you're gonna be work. You're gonna be working with the low end of society, man. You, I mean, you want a shitty. You, you want a job where you're gonna kind of, kind of like the people you work with. Get like a job at a dentist's office or a doctor's office or something. I don't know, something like that. Or like I, a I liquor store. Say, well, he's he's still a kid, so if you're a kid. I would go for lawn care, man. Go for landscaping. See if you can find the, the white guys doing it. Not the oh, Mexican yeah. so, Physical find, labor or something, yeah. Find, find the white guys doing the, the physical labor. I mean, he's a he's an 18-year-old kid. He should be doing yeah. He should be on a construction exactly. crew of exactly. some sort. Exactly. Even if he's the string bean holding the sign, he you know, they'll get him on when a shovel. Put some muscle might, on him. In my Domino's job, which was one of the first jobs, it was the second job I had in my life, and my manager set me up, but every day, I would, for this job and my other job, I would ride my bike to that job, and it was like, it was over three miles to that job, and then back, so it was like over six miles a day that I was riding my bike there to and from, so. Yeah, I did something. that for a few years when I worked, but I worked... A lot of my teen years, I worked two jobs in the summertime. I'd have my morning job and my evening job because I was crazy like that. I liked money. I was a poor yeah. kid. My parents let me keep all of the money I made. You better fucking believe I worked as much as I fucking could. I yeah, know that's I broke the best lots time. of child labor laws and I don't that's fucking the best care. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and then he says uh, this girl recorded him while he was having that spurg out, and then she's trying to get him canceled now, and he's panicking about it. He's he's so tired of it. Well, there goes your scholarship. There goes your your, your <laughs> there goes your college education. Fuck off. Well, he didn't even need it to begin with. You, you know, she probably saved you hundreds of thousand dollars in student loans. So thank her and move yeah, on. Yeah, thank her for that. And yeah. Uh, pick a trade. Uh, farriers. They're going to be in short supply very soon. Do that's a good. Do thing. not. Do not, if your parents are paying for your, your four-year university, fucking sick, man. Cool, go. If you're going to four-year university because you got groomed at high school and you're like, that's the only option you think there is. And you're like, oh yeah, I'll just go get a student loan and I'll go right into college, a four-year college, because that's the only way to get a money and an education and a job. Fucking no, don't do it. No, don't do it. No, don't, don't do, do it. it, man. Any, that's a scam. It is such a scam. Any one or two year trade school will do you way better than a four year college. Just about yeah. anything. It's and again, I'll say, and I'll say it one last time before we move on to your stuff. You, you could just, I mean, just dip your toe in with the two year and go, like drive to California, dip your toe in with the two year, get let them pay for it all, and then transfer to a four year. Simple. Exactly. Exactly. Simple. simple. Very simple. I guarantee you, though, after you do two years, you're going to be real tired. You'll be like, yeah, I think I'm good with that. <laughs> you're going to be like, yeah, that was enough for me. That was good. That was what no. my husband did. He, he he did two years. I'm good, thanks. Yeah, because you get you get a taste of what it is. You don't get the full... Because community colleges are shit. They, community colleges, straight yeah. up, they're, they're, they're the low end of... Uh, like, a university is just that. It's universities where all the rich kids go. It's like the upper class, upper end, upper echelon of... Uh, because Dude, they're stealing everyone's I money. They're stealing everyone's money. I went to a private university for a year. I went to a rich fucking... I went to a rich fucking school for a year. Um, yeah. It was... Oh, man. Night and day from the college I transferred from the university. Oh, man. Just just the buildings, the, the architecture, the way everything set up. Yes. So you can see the difference in money. The, the funniest thing was the students' parking lot full of Mercedes, BMWs. Yep. Just, yep. I mean, yep. expensive, expensive, nice cars. Mm -hmm. Teacher's parking lot. 
yeah, everything in there is at least <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, was, yep. Rich kids getting. Rich yep. kids. Rich kids, mm. man. They were insane. Okay, so okay. next part of the show, we got RFK Jr. says COVID may have been ethnically targeted to spare Jews. Okay, the stage is yours, go. Okay, so there's a. I, I was archiving a story from the New York Post. It's just RFK Jr. says COVID with this ethically targeted, targeted to spare Jews. I was just archiving it. And Archive gave me the link uh, archive.ph backslash x1977. And thanks to Terry telling us all about how Mr. God likes to communicate via randomness, I look at randomness and know it's not random. And my brain goes... Real, real quick exactly- before we go further, for those that don't know who T- Terry is, Terry is Terry Davis. He was this schizo yeah. dude that became really popular after he got randomly hit by a train and died because he was... A little schizo in the head and probably should have been out at night. He talked to God, he, he talked to God via his computer, the Temple OS, and he did the China virus. He wrote uh, an he entire the, operating system by himself, dude. The dude was a fucking genius. He was a fucking genius. He really was. But anyway, so yeah. Terry says, Mr. God uh, communicates to us through random numbers and things because nothing's random. So the random archive is X1977. So that's shorthand for example, 1977. And my brain went, okay, virus 1977. So I looked up virus 1977 mm-hmm. and I get the reemergent 1977 H1N1 strain and the game of function debate, uh, PubMed, hmm. PubMed article. So wow, wow. The 19- so, so, so we're getting an article from stuff about 1977 that is almost analogous to COVID-19. Yes, yes. This is, they did this in 1977. So the computer, you want to call it machine elves, you want to call it the sentient internet, you want to call it Mr. God, I do not care what you want to call it. Something threw me this and said, here, you'll notice this. And I did. And I went down this rabbit hole and basically the long story short is, based on available evidence, the 1977 strain was indeed too closely matched to decades-old strains to likely be a natural occurrence. This strain was pretty horrible in Russia for a couple of years. It specifically targeted people under the age of 25. I mean, th- this is an interesting rabbit hole because I had never heard of this. And like I said, what, what do you... What do you call this, Lil? Is this just schizo? I mean, should would a normal person have looked up virus 1977 when seeing this is the power of Keck. This is the power of Keck. That's what this is. Is that is that what that is? (laughs) Yeah, that's power of Keck. This power of Keck. Power Power of schizo. This is Paul. This this power of chaos. Yes, power of chaos. Yeah. So the power of chaos shows us that they did this in 1977 in Russia. Yep. And, and I believe, and this was also ethnic, said to be ethnically targeted closely to Jews as well, probably. I don't know if it was, it, it was said to be ethically targeted because it didn't spread outside of Asia. It, mm. it, was, it only targeted Asians. those people there, the, the Asians, yeah, the, uh, the specific mm. type of Asian genes right up there. Yeah, that was that. That's an interesting rabbit hole just to go down at all. Just the fact that looking that up was actually a thing. I mean, I mean, really. <sighs> yeah, that's so cr- so crazy, so random to get the 1977 H1N1 strain. Yeah, the, the RFK that's a Jr. Thing. Yeah, as a RFK Jr. Seriously, I mean. Well, what do we talk about on this? We talk about the fact that there is a virus back in 1977 that was bioengineered. Do we talk about... Um, they, well, they played this off like it wasn't. the internet gave me this? No one I talks mean... about H1N1 like it was a like an engineered lab virus. No one talks about it like it was like that. That's not how they played it off in the, in the public. Well, it was this specific year that it was that the H1N1 was... that. The influenza A was bioengineered. It was engineered. 
and it was engineered from the Spanish flu strain from 1918, from five different strains of the fan of the Spanish flu from 1918. Mm. I just don't know why we're doing any research so, into like diseases like that. Like, why are we ex making new experimental deadly diseases just stay away? Yeah. Well, they they're doing it. They're doing it because they can. They want um, because curiosity money. drives man to do stuff and if yeah, you're going to pay i'm here to tell you i am curious enough to i, I could have I, I could see myself being in a lab being paid to study this kind of thing and i could see actually enjoying this work and being very fascinated with what i was doing i mean this is right on i mean this really is fascinating work but what can you get this virus to do? How deadly can you get it to be? How much can you get, get it to do? How virulent? Can you make it so that it's not virulent at all? Who can we target? Target? How? Yeah, how targeted can you make this? How, you know, and oh man, there are so many fascinating things you can do in that field of study. I understand it completely. And yeah. if I can go like that and go on that reel, then imagine what governments are doing. Yeah. And if one government is doing it, they're all doing it. So this is just proof that they've been doing it since at the very least the 70s. And yeah. one got out or was released in the 70s. Yeah. Most of us Crazy. aren't old enough to really remember it and think about it. And I would have never made that connection without the, uh, without the random internet archive giving me that X 1970. So, so what do you think about JFK Jr. even bringing that up in the first place? I mean, that was kind of naming them, right? It was a little bit of naming them. And that was incredibly based. Um, RFK Jr., I like a lot of what he has to say. I think he is... I don't know. He's a classic Democrat. I, I don't no. I don't disagree with him as far as there are a lot of things that he says that I like. I won't vote for him because uh, there are too many things where I disagree with him. But I'd, I like I'd, the conversation. I like I'd vote the for him if talk. I'd vote for him if he was if it was like him versus DeSantis. I'd vote for him probably. It was him versus DeSantis. Him versus DeSantis, I'm voting for him. Yep. Um, I mean, there you go. I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. That that is one. That is one definite situation where I could see myself voting for him. But I I, I, I don't think I it's going go, to be him versus. Yeah, I don't either. But I'm just I go 100% with like who like who is the most anti-Semitic candidate, you know? And it's this. I believe this man has probably named them more than anyone else thus far. I mean, Trump does, Trump actively doesn't name them. Trump tries to... Trump does Trump the actively act. is the opposite of naming them. I, I don't agree. I don't agree. He's not the opposite of naming them because he's... I think he's it's all... It, it, he's not, though. He's not. He, did, he hasn't done anything. Like it's, it, The Destiny debate is the perfect example because Destiny kept going back to... Trump moved the embassy to it to from Jerusalem or whatever. That's that's what he did. He's the biggest kike lover ever. He moved the embassy. What's your answer to that? What's your, that's like the only thing he did. Like that in the Abraham Accords. Those are the, like the two main things. I was going to say the Abraham Accords, but the thing is, he enriched. It, it really just is a case of all his children are attached to. Jews, I agree with that. Basically. I agree with that 100%. Okay, I, all of his children Not married right Jews. There. He he doesn't have control over that though. I don't think I personally don't think he likes them that much. I think he loves his children, and and I think he doesn't have control over who his children choose to marry. Okay, because it's he's the parent, he's not the child, and it'd be out of his it's out of his control. So I, I mean, I, it's, do I mean, understand that, but they had to be in circles mixing with those. People in but, order the, to but that's what the Jews do. That's what the Jews do. They weasel their way in, man. They're, they're little sneaky I rats. Know. But again, rats. It's, again, it's it's a case of where are his loyalties going to lie? If they're going to lie, I, I agree. Children I and agree. grandchildren. 
Huh? He'll let Kushner in. Uh, he'll let Kush. I like. I believe he'll probably let Kushner in. But Kushner fucked him so many times. If he listens to what Kushner said, it'd be dumb, man. I don't. I I bet he gets Kushner back in there. There will not. I bet there'll be like one Jew in his cabinet if he gets back in. That's what I, I believe. I don't think he learned his lesson. I do not think he learned his lesson. I'm a, I'm scared he, he didn't. I'm scared he didn't. I'm scared he didn't, but the fact... Okay, I'm scared he didn't, but the fact that Nick Fuentes endorsed Trump makes me think there's stuff going on behind the scenes. That was weird. Nick Fuentes, for the past, like, month, was talking bad about... I mean, he started to talk good about him recently, but when he was on the E train, remember, he was talking bad about Trump during that time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. he flippy-flopped, and now he's all on the... Because he's with Laura Loomer, that kike, okay? And they're all behind the scenes on the Trump train. Okay, so there's like yeah. behind the scenes stuff going on with Trump right now that we're not benounced of. Where I guarantee you, he's leaning more with with Natsoc, National Socialism, and that wing of the party because he knows that's what wins him it. He knows that's what's gaining yeah. traction and popularity right now. He's not Whether stupid. he wants, he's not stupid. He's going to see that it's it's National Socialism that is what people want. I'm not because saying it's, it's not natural. possible that the kikes won't take over. I'm not saying that the, he does he, and he does have so many kikes so close to him in his family. That's scary. It's scary that he won't learn his lesson from last time. But it's just they're attacking him so ruthlessly, like so I relentlessly. Said, I like punish Trump. I like the punish Trump idea, and I am this way. At this point in time, I'm voting for Trump. I could definitely be. I could definitely see myself for voting for RFK Jr. in some situations, but I really still want Hitler to rise up in the ranks. Come on, where's Hitler, man? Where's, yeah, Nick Fuentes, man. Get a wife, Nick Fuentes. I, if Nick Fuentes got a wife, a nice, like, nuclear family, and then ran for president, I feel like he'd be very powerful. Be very powerful. Well, he's... He's still too young for that. So, he, yeah, he's got to get himself a nice wife I, and family and all that. That's what but I'm saying. He needs to. That. And yeah, that's sad. That's you know, sad. We, that, we that, why does everyone have to be though. old? Why does everyone have to be old? I hate that. Why does everyone have to be old? Nick can do it young. If Nick got a wife young, even just a couple years with her, and then f flung himself into the presidency at a young age, he could he could change the, the fabric of that. He could make it so that young people could be successful. Not that I want Nick. Like, I don't even know if I want Nick completely just Nick. Like, maybe... I just want someone like Nick. And, you know, I'm trying yeah. to think of who we have on, you know, which one of our guys... He's the closest is. one. Yeah. He's the closest I mean, one right now, I think. I, as much as I like Handsome Me. Truth, I just can't... He's not... No, Handsome Truth... He's grimy, man. He's grimy. I, I like Handsome Truth a lot. I think he moves our, our movement in the right direction, but he's grimy. Like, his soul he, is grimy. Not, he is just not... Uh, a political type. Like it would said, corrupt like him politics. inside out, man. He would get corrupted if he joined, if he went in that political movement. He would get corrupted. I don't even want him anywhere near that. Uh, yeah, I just don't see him doing that. I, I think he enjoys being famous and let him be famous. Um, yeah, that's what he would uh, want to be an I actor. Know, I know that sounds kind of mean, but it's true. He wanted to be famous and he found to be famous and that works. And I'm okay with that. I accept that his part of his motivation is the desire to be famous. That's, that's yeah, that's his that, ego. You know? That's his ego, and that's fine. It gives him a drive, which is fine with me. I, I see it for what it, it is, and I accept fine. it. Same. And I am actually really good with it because it also means his desire to be visible, to be famous, also makes the movement visible. Yes. So... Like I said, I'm okay with it. I really am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we do need a serious political candidate. And I don't yeah. see anyone other than possibly Nick Fuentes. And the more I hear that boy talk, the more he just kind of grows I, on me. He and has a silver tongue, man, like Milo. Young. Yeah. He's just young. And that's... I look you know, and it's like, okay. He's really he well educated on the JQ. He is so well educated on the JQ. He needs to be running for local small office and working his way up that way. He's not going to do it that really, way. Really he won't does. do it that way. He's, he, he could won't. be running a state in 
five in less than five years. Most states allow you to be governor as young as 25. So he could technically be running. Yeah, I don't really, I don't know what, I don't really know what Nick's, I don't think he wants, like, I mean, he acts like he wants to, but I mean, it's like, what does Nick, Nick wants to be famous, but whenever he starts to do it, it's, he almost seems a little, like, inside he doesn't really want it 100%. Yeah, exactly. He's like, scared of it because he yeah. doesn't want it to change him. Because he's yeah. see he sees that it changes people. I think he's smart. Like I said, I I like the kid. He he is. I don't know. Smart. I, I think there's griminess there's there as well. Back, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's holding him back. Oh, he definitely wants money. There's no there's no if ands or buts. He wants yeah. to live the high the bet. He wants to have the better side of life as his his life. Um, but they say he's a millionaire. They, they say he's a millionaire, but I think that's a false label that's been put on him. I don't. I mean, he, they've never provided proof of how much money he's had. He never really flaunts his cash. I don't really like. If he is a millionaire, I don't really see it. It's weird. I don't know. If he is a millionaire, he's doing it right. Because yeah, if you're a millionaire, you shouldn't see it. It yeah, should right. be. You know, right. if you're smart about it, you don't see it. It's you have a you have a house. It's paid. You have a car. Yeah. It's paid. It's it's not a flashy car. It's not a flashy house. It's but they right. are yours. You know what I mean? It's right. you you have clothes that you like and food that you like. They don't have to be flashy things. Right. Well. Well. Until Lou runs yeah. for office to become the next Hitler, uh, I guess we'll just have to. We, we need someone better than Nick, so... <laughs> Any closing it's, comments for the show? The board is shit these days. It has been so long since the board has looked decent. I mean, there's nothing really going on right now. There's nothing going on. There's nothing happening No, there's nothing going on. It's at it's all. that lull before the storm feeling I get often. Yeah, I know. It feels like the market's about to drop or something. Something weird's going to happen. It's oh, really close. Oh, there was another train derailment. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, the world cool. is falling apart. Anyone who hasn't read Atlas Shrugged should, if they've got a week or two. <laughs> yeah. oh. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll read some more books. More book reading for Lou. More games Ooh, playing. More, more everything for Lou, because I have no more work. No more work for Lou. No more work. Ooh, get chickens. Get chickens. I recommend chickens. I, I want some. Maybe I'll get some, and I'll keep you guys updated on the progress. Very, <laughs> They're like three cheap. bucks. They're like three bucks of that. Yeah, you're right. The life of a chicken is very insignificant. Exactly. Okay, well, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, guys. Thank you, Bo, for joining me today. It's the, it, it's the guests that matter. Ah, yes. Well, thank you, Lou. And as always, men will never be women. Women will never be men. Have fun surfing the slide. Oh, you said it for me. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Have a great night. Bye-bye. Keep it loud.